When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Live from New York. It's the show. It's been a rough day. It's been a rough day for some of us. It's first things first today. Is it time to panic or go into my office and turn over a chair and kick the trash can? I'm like, what are you doing for Kansas City Chiefs fans? Meanwhile, does this officially mean the Lions are for real? Honestly, bro, not really. Oh, well, let's be really? honest. Well, not really. And finally, some. the long-awaited return of the hottest segment in all of sports. It's Upset Alert. Are the Cowboys on Upset Alert? Maybe, maybe not. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, you haven't spoken for the first time in this show's history. What Have game? anything to say before we go through the machinations? It's not going to be good. That's a no. It's really embarrassing for you guys to have both picked the Chiefs. That's a fair point. You know what? It's just three guys all equally wrong about the first football game of the year. I don't even know why we're making a big deal of it. We probably should be talking about Team USA losing. That's something. I put him in weird and wonderful. Nice try. Won't work. We start with 20 and 0. Oh, no, that is. (laughs) Drew loved it. Despite getting away with 50 false starts, the Chiefs still couldn't manage to score more than two touchdowns as the Frisky Lions tattooed Kansas City 20-21. Here's Patrick Mahomes after the game. It's embarrassing for me to lose any time. Like I said, after the ring ceremony, I'd moved on to the next season. Obviously, it's cool for the fans to be able to see the banner and drop it at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, but this is a whole new year, and I think uh, I know that. Um, and we're gonna we're trying to win another Super Bowl, and this is obviously not the way we wanted to start. And so, anytime I lose, I'm embarrassed. Um, and so, I'm gonna try to get better so I don't lose more as the season goes on. Brew, who should be more embarrassed? Our friend here who called 20 and 0, got a tattoo, said there were gonna be a dynasty, said you know Patrick Mahomes averages 38 points, there's zero chance, five and 0. 19 touchdowns, one interception, or Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Loves it. He's loving it. Our friend! And look, Nick. What? Nick, 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 Nick. Yes. As you know, and as you know, Wiles. Yeah, I know. I've been in this game a long time. Facts. I've been Black in this game since you were sleeping in Spider-Man underoos and onesies and, and whatever you were sleeping in when you were eight years old. <laughs> I have sat across the table from all of the great hot take and debate artists out there yeah. at this network and the other one. All of them. All two. This may take the cake, my man. This may be the worst prediction. I've even made a bad prediction or maybe one bad prediction in myself. But this may take the cake. 20 and 0? It wasn't great. How about 1 and 0? Can we get to 1 and 0? Huh? Never a doubt? It's just. How about never a chance? Oh, well, that's a little much. No Kelsey, no problem. (laughs) How about no Kelsey? No offense! <laughs> Nick! 
I, I do not, from this moment on, I do not want to hear another joke about the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, this can't make this about, about you. About the L.A. Clippers. No, this is Adam, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson. No, no, it's over. You have lost that right. <laughs> I can't with you. Wilds, just go. I can't with you, man. Go. Well, okay. I'm done. Do I go? No, you're not go. Don't go yet. I, I felt. <clears throat> I know he's upset with you. Well, I don't know why. I felt disappointed because I felt lied to. What lied As to? As you know, I was a fan of the greatest dynasty in all sports. I said, you know what? The guys made some solid points. It's like rooting against Jordan in the 90s. Why don't I treat the Patriots like my first son and treat the Chiefs like my second son? I'm thinking about going back. You Ooh. told me it wouldn't care about Kelsey. It wouldn't be a big deal. Oh, yeah? Here's the final numbers on what happened. 45.5%. Look at that by line. Completion percent. Career low. Oh. Because I tried to be a I also lost 20 bucks on the game because I followed your stupid tweet. It has won me several dollars in the past, but last night it backfired. I did have Dusty try to kind of, because I tried to be the silver lining guy, you know. You're mean and Broussard's all facts, so I tried to be the nice guy. Tried to salvage your 20-0 prediction. Dustman, can you help us out there? Never a doubt, Chiefs, 20-21. to 21, But that's close. <laughs> the person I should have listened to all along was the only person that was truly right on this program. We can introduce him now if we have There's a chance. A, I, it's there, a special guest, the guy who actually called. We're bringing <laughs> <laughs> Who actually called the game. <laughs> Yeah, he called it. He was right. He doesn't even have a chair. He doesn't have a chair. He doesn't have a chair. The man Campbell, not Dan. This is what we do. I'm entering on the scene, and you mad about it. Let's go. Let's go. As you did a call wise it. man. Oh, go ahead, Greg. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we got a lot to talk about because all I watch, watching this game last night, you yeah. know what I would do? I would look at the game, watch a play be made, and then I would look at my phone to see if somebody was tweeting. Well, you know who was tweeting? Woo, your little finger, your little thumbs were happy last night. It was my guy, Nick Wright. Oh, look at all so these tweets. That wasn't a good one. It's, that was a good it's one. early. And I'm not sure he can keep up with it all, but he's leading the league in passing, rushing, yeah, uh, rushing. snaps, all oh. the things. Look at all these tweets just rolling yeah. in. The Lions punting here is massive mistake. It was. Massive mistake. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I'll look at this one. <laughs> Same exact thing that happened in the Super Bowl. Was it? Was it? <laughs> I mean, was there any more? Look at this one. You can get the Chiefs. That cost me 20 bucks, Greg. You, you can get it the Chiefs at minus yeah. one and a half. That's a lot, <laughs> If you jump on it now. Yeah, still a good bet. I still like that bet. Look, you, you want to know what happened last night? Well, a, a fluke? No, no, no fluke. Dan Campbell and the Lions are what That's happened true. last night. And I tried to tell you, I'm not, I'm not even just coming at you. Even though this feels like it's just you, it, it does. was you too. Well, <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was you too. Thank you. It was everybody. It was all, all, all these, all these 20, jackals. Yeah. You know what? 20, As a wise 20. man once said, it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> okay? I am going to go ahead and respond because I know America today mm -hmm. wants to hear my shame and embarrassment. Oh, I yes. know they do. Yeah. And listen, right. Nick True. Wright, the prognosticator, 
2023 is not going the way 2022 went. As you know, Wilds, yeah. I was named by Reuters, most accurate sports pundit of 2022. Google it. Really? And then 2023 really? started great. Started great. You have a massive fly on well, you. Well, that's my friend. Jacket. That's um, my friend. If you 2023 could. started outstanding, Wilds. Got almost the entire NFL playoff bracket. Correct? The beginning of the NBA playoffs were going great. And then it went awry. Conference finals, NBA finals. And now, as Bruce said, I might have on my resume <laughs> the single worst pundit <laughs> prediction. You think? You do. In sports television history. I guaranteed a team would go 20-0, and 0, mm-hmm. and they didn't manage 1-0. And, and that I have to wear that literally for the rest of my life. So Nick Wright, the pundit, is ensconced in shame. Okay. Nick Wright, the husband, not doing great, to be honest. <laughs> I know this will shock you guys. My lovely life, wife, who all of you know, wasn't a huge fan of the tattoo before the Chiefs lost. <laughs> <laughs> Today, this, this morning, maybe even less of one. Nick Wright, the father, trying to set a good example. Don't be impulsive. Think about consequences yep. of your actions. My kid this morning, her TikTok was inundated with friends of hers sending them clips of the world making fun of me. So all those versions of me yeah. feel sick today. The saving grace is this. Nick Wright, the Chiefs fan, might feel better than I did yesterday. Okay, here we go. Nick Wright, the it, Chiefs nah, we're fan, back on track. that is not as wrapped up in 20-0 and 0, is wrapped up in one thing and one thing only. The dynasty rolling on. You know what that, per- that Nick Wright saw? That, you know what? This absolutely not only can be, but will be a top 10 defense. Greg's beloved Detroit Lions scored one touchdown all night on a drive that didn't involve a fake punt and two touchdowns all night on offense. That this defense that had all the young players, that was the genesis of the 20-0, was it was going to be a good defense, could be, not could be, will be the best of the Mahomes era. And, he, and that's once, even maybe before they get Chris Jones back, certainly once they do. But most importantly... Wilds does not say many wise things on this show. However, a few months ago, when I was flirting with 20-0, you said something that I believe to be correct. Oh. That's not what the Chiefs need. They don't need the whole world kneeling at their feet. They need doubters. They need haters. They need a chip on their shoulder. And so while, yes, it is unfortunate for me in my professional career that I have the worst (laughs) prediction ever on my resume, for the Chiefs, the fact that now they once again are going to be able to play the people don't believe in us card, Mm -hmm. they're going to once again be able to play the people are ready to move on from us card, that plus the fact that that defense, you all must admit, Played better than you thought it would, allowing 14 points against a high-flying offense. Nick Wright, the Chiefs fan, I'll tell you this much. If 20-0 were still technically possible, I think I'd believe in it. I think I would. I don't know that. 19-1. Let me see if that can get tattooed on my arm. Kadarius Tony, let's dig into the game. Kadarius Tony's final stat line. One catch for one yard. Misled to a pick six, obviously dropped another critical pass in the fourth. Here's Mahomes after the game. I have trust in, in KT. Um, he, he missed a lot of training camp. Um, obviously, he wanted to play and, and, and fought rehab hard so he could play. 
um, and and stuff's not always going to go your way. Obviously, um, he would have wanted to catch a few of those in the game, but I've trusted that he's going to be that guy that I go to in those crucial moments, and he's going to make the catch and 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 win us some seasons like he did last year. So we're going to continue to work him in, get him more and more reps, um, and I'm sure that, that those drops will kind of disappear. Good leadership from Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Are you blaming this on Kadarius Tony? Absolutely not. Obviously, they win if he plays better. In fact, if even with the pick six, if he just catches the first and ten pass after the Chiefs stopped him on fourth down, they're already in field goal range. But I am not blaming it on Kadarius Tony because I understand, A, that of the three biggest plays in the Super Bowl last year, Tony made one of them, and I'm not even talking about the walk-in touchdown. Mm. The punt return might have been the second biggest play, of, third biggest play of the entire Super Bowl other than the Mahomes scramble and the Bolton scoop and score. He did that. Super Bowl he, record. He also fought his way to be back ready for this game after missing all of camp. And listen, he had a miserable game. He had as bad of a game as you can have. Oof. But I'm not going to kill a guy <clears throat> who probably should have not been playing for getting himself as ready as he could with no preseason, no training camp. And where I will give Patrick massive credit is not just with his post-game commentary, but his in-game actions. Now, maybe it cost the Chiefs, but he didn't give up on it. And we have seen plenty of great quarterbacks that if a guy has one drop, let alone a dr- two drops, the second of which is a pick six on your record, be like, nope, mm-hmm. not going to anymore. Patrick continued to show faith in him. Mm-hmm. I believe in Tony as a talent. So, yeah, I mean, listen, is he the biggest reason they lost? I suppose, but I'm not blaming him for the loss, if that makes sense. Yeah, his miscues proved to be the the most deadly of them all. Like, when you talk about the drop that turns into an interception and a pick six, and then you talked about the, the last drop he had when he turns that first, first down after the defense, but mind stop. you, gets the stop on fourth and two, mm-hmm. turn around, and they're one completion, and you're automatically in field goal range, and yeah, you don't come up with the catch. It was – look, if I'm in that locker room, and, and I get how, how, how everyone always talks about, you know, we win as a team, we lose as a team. But, <clears throat> my man. <laughs> what? You lost that game for us. Oh, like sorry. that's what that's what's going on in the locker room. Like Kadarius Tony, Kadarius Tony knows. Look, oh, okay. if I played better, I I, I blew this one. Yeah, I blew it. Th- now there are other things that happened that could have helped them win that game, but they didn't. And the fact that that is what he has to go home with. Yes, it is the worst feeling ever. I thought Patrick Mahomes did a remarkable job of going right back to him, continuing to keep him involved, but he just didn't answer the bell. And I said yesterday... Those guys in that receiving core room were under duress. Yeah. They didn't listen. You also told us yesterday that Sky Moore was going to be great. And he didn't listen. I mean, yeah. The next great Western Michigan receiver will be the first one. I'll tell you that much right now. I can't believe it. Can't win with him. Can't win with him. Can't win with him. I mean, everything you guys said about Kadarius is right. And you showed the highlight from the Super Bowl. But guess what he wasn't doing? Catching it. He was catching a punt, but not – I want to see this dude. I I figured he could catch in college and up to the NFL, but he was horrible last night. I'm not going to pile on. You guys did a good job of pointing it out. There were other problems, though. I thought that the Chiefs got manhandled on the front lines, and I thought by the end of the game, Detroit's physicality, and this is where they missed Chris Jones, They were running all over the Chiefs in the fourth quarter. They ran for 54 yards in the fourth quarter. Look at this touchdown run. That's just guys being weary. 
I mean, they were having their way. They had the ball for nine and a half minutes, actually nine minutes, 42 seconds in the fourth quarter. All right, so I thought physically they beat you guys up. You had one sack. Now, they didn't have any, so I can credit you for that. But you guys had one sack. You mentioned it last year, or mentioned it this week. Last year, y'all were second in the league in sacks. Last night, without Chris Jones, they had one sack. And everybody might point to Kadarius Toney, the, the ball that went through his hands, the pick six. Okay? This one, you know, a lot of people th- might just say that was the game. Mm. I could argue that just kind of evened things up. Because, again, with the physicality, if you this, – this fumble, if you go to the second quarter. That's true. The Lions were marching, again, beating the Chiefs up front. They were. 11 plays, 61 yards, a six-and-a-half-minute drive. And on this short pass to Marvin Jones Jr., he fumbles. So they may have scored right there. At least they were going to get a field goal. They may have gotten a touchdown. That one of those turnovers is a forced turnover and the other is not. That those are not the, 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 like the Jalen Hurts turnover in the Super Bowl was not a forced turnover. Right. Mm-hmm. That was, and to me, I put that in the same bucket as the Kadarius Tony play. That play the Chiefs made was a forced turnover. If I'm, if I'm on Detroit side, I'm not, that's something we can't do. We cannot, especially against a team like the Chiefs. Well, sure. We're not dropping the ball in the red zone. So I just think that their physical play really ate you guys up. And, I, and I'll go here, too. Last thing. They scored 14 the, points. The, I know, but still, they wore you guys out. It was clear in the fourth quarter in the that fourth up quarter, front, they couldn't the Chiefs pick up the fourth were, and two. They had the ball for nine and a half minutes. But they, but they, the, right, I understand. They that, ran they, for 54 they, yards. They had a fourth and two to not ice the game but come close to it. They mm-hmm. couldn't pick it up. And on the very next play, the play Greg's talking about, the Chiefs have a receiver running wide open in field goal range. The Lions lose. And well, that's not that play is not what I'm talking. I'm talking about the physical play I, up front. I, I, Fourth and two is never easy to get. Okay. So I, I just think that even the I'm, I'm gonna point out the coaching staff, the fake punt. Okay, I, I give now, him credit for that. Campbell did a great job, but you know what? Since he's been coaching the team, which is barely two years, they have eight fake punt attempts. That's five more than the next nearest team. They're going. And they've made seven. My point is. Within the 20, though. My point is, why weren't the Chiefs ready for that? Hold on, bro. They've done it. They've done it. Nobody's ready for that. And, Brew, that is. Hold on a second. No, be ready. Brew. If that, that, this is 100% you playing the result. Because if that goes the other way, you are killing Dan Campbell. Yep. You are no, telling him, be conservative. Is, Campbell does that, though. I, Brew, and you He's are killing him He's done it way more than anybody work. else in the league. Brew, I'm just saying, if I'm, the Chiefs, once. if I'm the chief coaching staff, I'm like, be ready. These I, guys are unpredictable. He's done this way more than anybody else Stanley in the league. Does that, That's all I'm saying. For him to be fine. No, well, so, it, it doesn't work when coach, Stanley like, oh. does. It doesn't work. Uh, turning our attention to the Lions, Greg's Lions, late in the game, the Chiefs opted to go for it on fourth and twenty, and then fourth and twenty-five after the false start finally got called. C.J. Gardner Johnson didn't appreciate it. No respect. You're going for it on fourth and twenty. You've got no respect for us. That's not going against the players. It's the coordinator not thinking we're going to be prepared in the situation. Okay. What? Nothing. I mean, listen, shocker, shocker, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is something to say. But the thing is, that Lions secondary on that drive was leaving guys wide open every play. Kadarius Toney was wide open. He dropped it. The next play 
almost got him in field goal range. Sky Moore was his biggest play of the night. It gets called back with a holding penalty. They went for that fourth and 25, not out of disrespect for the Lions, but because of time score situation and their belief that if we punt, we might not be getting the ball back. Also, it should be noted. They left that. That was open, too. Yeah, open. I mean, that was a perfect pass, and it would have been a tough catch, but it hit Sky Moore directly in the hands. Right. And so I just don't buy like this idea that this was disrespectful. No, it wasn't. Like, And I don't think it's the fake punt was disrespectful, but it was more outside of the flow of the game mm-hmm. than that. Like, I understand it's 4th and 25, but it's 4th and 25 at the two-minute warning. So that's why they went for it. It wasn't out of disrespect for the defense, Chauncey Gardner. I'm with, I'm with C.J. Gardner Johnson. Really? Like, really? Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, it is disrespectful, and he should take disrespect. Like, when you look at what he he did, he was able to do in that game, He was his handprint went all over that game. Even on that drive, the the second and 20, Sky Moore actually makes the catch. Yes. And he's, he sticks his hand in there and knocks it out. So it's, it appears on the second and 20 on that same very drive. Yeah. So I get how you, you're backed up and you're looking at, does the team have all that? Wait, they do have all their timeouts. Fourth and 20, false start, which <laughs> it should have been being called on Jawan okay, Taylor but, all but game. That record, but, for the, on that, that's, that, watch Lane Johnson, Trent Williams, I'm, or Jawan Taylor last four years. It was, Everyone's doing it. It was ridiculous last night. However, the fourth and 25, I'm like, there's no way he's going for it right now because he got three timeouts in his pocket. You got Patrick Mahomes. Everything we see Patrick Mahomes do, 13 seconds against the Bills, that's all I need. That's enough I mean, time. He has to get so, the ball. I understand that, but the defense had just gotten the That's stop true. fourth and two. Tr- put some trust in your defense. Yeah, I, I'm with Nick on this one. I, I thought it wasn't disrespect. It was out of desperation. All right, like you said, I, I think that they were getting the best of the Chiefs up front. And I think Andy Reid saw that. There was a good chance they weren't going to get the ball back. Like I said, they had had the ball for nine minutes in the fourth quarter. They had rushed for 54 yards. That's almost that's more than 200 a game if over four quarters. So I think he saw his team was a bit spent up front. We don't have our main guy, Chris Jones. There's no guarantee we're going to get the ball back. And it was in Sky Moore's hands. Perfect it's a tough catch, but so Greg Jennings would have made that catch. You better believe it. Maybe. Greg Jennings would have made that catch. <laughs> Finally. It's been a rough day for you online. I don't know if you've been online. Oh, shut up. It's been a little rough. Yeah. Uh, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I mean, this is just not this is not a fan account. No. This is just the the Detroit Lions gives us a little bit of publicity, which I liked. Uh, <laughs> good for us. But uh, I mean, you know, that wasn't hey. great for you. I mean, maybe any clout is good clout. No, I'm not. Say, listen, unlike perhaps. you, who is, quote, walking around the office saying to anyone who will listen, I'm going to become Instagram famous. Well, that's my new goal. That is Wilds' new goal, America, is to become, quote, Instagram famous. I think the Lions are trying to make me cower. And Dusty explains, like, oh, that's a meme about a, from a video game. And then I don't even understand what the meme was. But they were making fun of me, is what I was told. Yeah. And so yeah, I sense that. I figured I that part out, but I didn't moves. understand why there was that guy in the hat. But everybody wants to know: was the tattoo real? Yes. And what the st- and, and you guys all know the tattoo is real. I'll show it to you again. Okay. That's what? just a poorly <laughs> done. What? What? That's what? What's done. the problem? That's poorly done. What's what's it's poorly not even done. the same font? What do you mean? Okay. What do you mean? What, Greg? Greg? What's oh, Greg? Greg's Uh-oh. gonna. What is Greg trying to shame me? His this arms body look shaming. a lot better. Than what are you yours, about to do here, Greg? His no, forearms go. Mike is down here, so yeah. I got to keep my. Exactly. But you know what? I was so inspired by you. Is this guy? I was like, you know what? I never had a doubt. He's like, baby. 
This so is not going to go. So I wouldn't have got me one too, okay. Nick. Right. You see it? That Never is not go. real. That is it. The huge right difference Jesse. between the four. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yes, we know. Four we you? know <laughs> that Greg that Jennings like Nick is in slightly better shape like than Nick's me. Side. Okay. The Cowboys <laughs> Giants prediction you need to hear next on FS1. Dusty's out there cackling. Baru's <laughs> body shaming me. Some <laughs> intern on the Lions is mocking me with memes from Metal Gear Solid. This whole thing is so stupid. That was good, Greg. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to just an undefeated show. Cowboys in New York Sunday night. (laughs) Dallas favored by three and a half, even though Dak and Dallas have lost their opening game for three years in a row. Regardless, Dak says he feels good. Take a listen. Our plan's in. Our plan's in right now. Just went out there and practiced. Obviously, we'll cross our T's and dot our I's and iron out the rest of it over these next couple of days. But um, my comfort level is at an all-time high, and I think that comes with what I said about Mike, what you just said about all the receivers, having the weapons that I do, even the young guys. Um, and then, obviously, just the experience that I've had in this league, just all playing a part in Greg, who do you believe in more, Dak or Danny Dimes? Come on now. I know. Come on now. <laughs> It's Danny Dimes. Wow. It's definitely Danny Dimes. Look, bro, I understand. Bro, if I'm just, Greg, it, it didn't even last 24 hours. <laughs> right. This might me, be worse. Me having the worst prediction in sports so really? history. Have you I think, learned anything? Really? I think it's already worse. He's right. <laughs> I think we have a worse okay, one. Okay, let me ask you guys this rhetorical question. Sure. If you are, if you want to ask yourselves, um, which team do you believe shows that they believe in their quarterback more? Would you say the Dallas Cowboys, who are calling their quarterback yeah. names and oh. questioning him oh, on the practice field the in his stuff. face? I mean, do we see Cape Von Thibodeau or any of those guys yelling at Danny Dimes? No. Why? Because he's getting it done. All we see and hear from their owner is let's give Danny Dimes this bag. You know what? Let's support him. Let's put pieces around him because we believe in this guy. But Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones is getting on his phone. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Kyle. Hey, uh, John Lynch. Hey, is Trey Lance? Can we get get Trey Lance over here? I just just gotta, yeah, I gotta feel like I kind of feel like I need to have him as insurance. You think he? Go ahead. I mean, if that's not, if that's not. A little doubt there. I mean, why would I believe in that guy? Greg, do you want door number one or door number two? I'll take both of them. Okay, perfect. I'm busting through everything. (laughs) Dak Prescott, or Daniel Jones against Dak Prescott, or against the Cowboys, and Daniel Jones in prime time. We can show you both because they both apply to this tonight's or this weekend's game. Here are these two guys in prime time. One guy, pretty good. The other guy. Truly awful. Well, cr- what? The Joe Judge era account? What? It, 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 yes. It's it just like the Jason Garrett era accounts. All of it counts. We're not going to start doing with football players what we've done with Michael Jordan, which is pick and choose which years of their oh, career was part years. of their career. It it's the before. whole <laughs> career. And then how about Dak against the Giants, Jones against Dallas? Hmm. One guy owns the opposition. In fact, 
The only quarterback with a longer winning streak against one opponent, because Dak's won 10 in a row, is Mahomes over the Broncos. Meanwhile, Daniel Jones' only victory over the Cowboys came in a final week of the season game against Andy Dalton. How can you possibly believe, if you want to say you believe in the Giants because of the head coach, because of Thibodeau, first, because of Saquon, I, I disagree, but I can, I can buy it. Saying you believe in Daniel Jones more than Dak is just an absurdity. No, it's not. It, All of those are pre-Darren Waller, pre- well, uh, uh, well, Most of it's pre-Brian Dable. Like, all of that matters. Yeah. We're talking about Sunday night. And if you want to talk about teams who struggled, look at the Bengals against the Browns. They're 1-6 in the Joe Burrow era. We don't, we're not over here clamoring that Baker Mayfield is better than uh, wow. Joe Burrow. So, no. Some, some of us <laughs> might be. But, it look, Greg, look, I know you, you're feeling good about yourself. I, I am. Because you closed your eyes through a dark, at the dartboard, Lions. I'll go with the Lions. I get it. I get it. You're feeling Drew good. Drew can't give credit because he could have done it. He, he could have picked the Lions and wouldn't pull the trigger. To it, dude. And he's so no. bitter about Scared. it. Scared. But, but, no, there is not one reason. Even if you want to say, okay, Brian Dayball, that maybe be your one reason I trust more in him than Mike McCarthy. I doubt that you do, though, because you won a Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy. McCarthy at least has the ring. I get it. Dayball was good last year, but there. Look, Dak is just better himself than Daniel Jones. He's also got better receivers. He's also got an equal running game. He doesn't have better receivers? Yeah. Okay, he's got better receivers. No, but that all comes into play. You were just talking about we're not going to kill Daniel Dime, Danny Dimes for what he did earlier in his career because of the surrounding circumstances. All the surrounding circumstances favor Dak, and Dak himself is just better. Danny Dimes. 36 touchdowns in his last three seasons. Dak threw for 37 two years ago. Like, he's just better. He is. How many it, interceptions did Danny Dimes throw for last year? Five. They okay. both had the same five. career interception percentage, 2.0. Right. Same career. Which is in Dak's just getting went better, up and one Dan, guy's yeah. getting worse. Well, yeah. Thank you. Dak had one bad season, so now oh, he's. There we go. Oh, uh, no, I'm just. I, uh, I keep it real. Y'all know I'm a facts man. I know, but that counts. Of yeah, course your it whole counts. season so is Daniel bad. Dimes, counts. Danny's first three, four years count, too. Uh, we're talking about. But, but that's that's my point that I'm trying. Thank you, Wiles. I appreciate you reminding me of a couple things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 2021, uh, the, the Giants' offense, total offense, they were ranked 31st. Yeah. Last year, you know what? Perfect. Let's go, Brian Dable. Let's go, Danny Dimes. Let's go, Saquon. Let's yeah. can we move up? Can we show some progression? Absolutely. Let, let's see some progress. 18th. Yeah. Rushing. They were 24th in 2021. Yes. And then last year, what did they do? Because of Danny Dimes and Saquon and yes. all the O-line, all they went to fourth. Like there's they're moving in the right direction. How do you explain? He was the 15th one of the most because they didn't days. trust him to throw because he's not a good thrower. We all gotta stop. And thank goodness the games are about to start, and we're all going to be yeah, able to see it. Yeah, if, because, yes, Daniel Jones was more was one of the most improved players from last year. We give him credit for that. But that does not – and Dak Prescott took a giant step backwards last year. But Dak had such a massive right. lead going into it that he still has a significant <laughs> lead as of right now. You've lost all credibility yeah, right. the moment you said the Chiefs were going oh, 20 oh, this guy. I don't want to hear nothing <laughs> okay. from you. You have to watch out, too, with the hitting, remember? Oh, yeah, Greg yeah. got upset the other <laughs> chair over. Head up to New England where America's team will host Super Bowl silver medalists in a battle of two Pro Bowl quarterbacks from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> That's just facts, fellas. <laughs> Eagles favored by four. Here's Bill Belichick on Jalen. Malik's got some good skills. I mean, 
they'd be a stretch to compare Malik Cunningham to Jalen Hurts now. I mean, talking about the guy who's second in MVP voting last year or whatever he was. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know. So, yeah, athletically there's some similarities, but I mean, talking about arguably the best player in the league. Also shots at you. Uh, well, yeah. how? We got that game in December. He's like arguably best player in the league. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you surprised, Brew, that the Eagles are only four-point favorites against America's team? No, I'm not surprised. I mean, the Eagles will win, and I think they're going to cover. Uh, but they, last year they had seven wins on the road. Four of them were by five points or less. Mm-hmm. Okay? And all four of those wins came against teams that didn't make the playoffs. So, looking at all that, looking at the respect you have to give Bill Belichick, they do have a good defense. I mean, they may not go in there and route them. I think they're going to win by more than four. But I'm just saying, I get the spread. It doesn't bother me. It's, it's respect for Belichick and that defense. But, you know, and the Eagles didn't just blow everybody out on the road last year. I'm very surprised, period. I, look, I know Tom Brady's going to be on the premises, but look, he's not under center. At every aspect of this game, even if you want to throw in special teams, the Philadelphia Eagles are better. You, defensively, they're better than the opposing offense. Offensively, you're definitely better than that defense. I'm sorry. And when you look at the special teams, something that Bill Belichick heralds as, this is my unit, they shot themselves in the foot all, all last season. Last so season. when I look at this team, there is no reason why they shouldn't be double-digit which favorites. Is, which, is double why, digit. which is why this is a very sneaky line, and this game might show up in either upset alert or Knicks picks or maybe all of the above. That's not what I, what I want to say about this game, though. What I do want to say about this game is I think of all the times the Eagles could face the Patriots as they had tried to defend their NFC title, Week one is the least conducive for that. Correct. And here, well, hold on. I think it's for a different reason, Wilds, because here's why. What was a huge key to the Eagles hacking the NFL last year? Their little, their little, their rugby play. One run. And if there's any coach in the league who might have spent the offseason unlocking how to stop that play if there is a way. It would be Bill. Hello. And if he puts on tape, (laughs) if he puts on, now maybe it's not stoppable with how strong Jalen is in the offensive line. Maybe, but if there is a way, the whole league gets to see what Belichick, the greatest defensive mind ever, thinks is the right thing to do there. So I think that's unfortunate for Philly. I also would, I wouldn't want to be going into New England the day they're retiring Brady's jersey uh, and, and putting him in the rafters. Should never want to go into New England. Last twenty-five, well, not, not as a person. <laughs> I had to go to. Oh, we got great go foliage. F- foliage. Foliage. There you go. Uh, last twenty-five season openers. The Super Bowl loser. I was trying to be nice, dust silver medalist. Ten and fifteen. Yeah. You're saying. Just saying, just saying, just saying. Coming up next, Chris Jones is at the game as a fan. Didn't help. (laughs) Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. 
So sign up today on FoxSports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Chris Jones at the you know game what? as a fan. I, I'm going to lose. Which, depending <laughs> on how you look at it, was an awesome sign of support and solidarity for your teammates or just really odd. In between these two knuckleheads. Brew, did you think Chris Jones attending the game was a bad look? I've heard a lot of opinions on this. I didn't because I thought that you could look at it. And I, I did look at it this way. Wow. I mean, they're not – they don't hate each other. You know, a lot of times in negotiations like this, like Lamar and the Ravens, people felt like, oh, my, he'll never play for them Jonathan again. Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it does show that, okay, we still are part of – we're still one family. Yeah. And I'm here. We're going to get this done. I'm going to be playing for the team. Might be week eight, but I will be back. So I think to his teammates and to the fans, it could look like that. Um, so I, I didn't personally have a problem with it. I did. Oh. I, I definitely did. Why? I, just simply because it just optically, it makes him look like he's being extremely selfish. And I, hmm. I, I'm all for Chris Jones getting his money. I believe he deserves it. I do too. However, if you're going to hold out, do that. Hold out and be away from the team and don't allow your face to be seen at their functions or in the stands when we clearly could use you down here. Like, I, it's almost like, you know, he was making a move to save face with the fans. I, I, I don't get it. And it's I understand and I believe all of us agree that he's shown that he wants to be a chief. Mm hmm. But clearly, when you hold in, it just makes it awkward for everybody involved. And that's what that looked oh, like man, last man. night. Like, you're here, but you sh and you should be down there. And we actually yeah. lost and could have used you, especially on that last drive. It yeah. just didn't look good. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it looked quite as – from a, a fan's perspective, I don't – I don't think it looked quite as bad, but from a teammate's perspective, I'll obviously take your word for it. Uh, I just think he's getting terrible, terrible advice by those two guys next to him. Those are his two agents. Those are the Cats brothers. Here's the deal. Look at they came to him. Of even course, go, they came. And, like you and, and I also like think friends. it looks less bad if he's there with, if the people next to him are family. Yeah. But those two guys, want. they know they're showing this shot, and they know that he is their only real A-list client. They really only even have one other kind of B-list client. And they are, in my opinion, he's getting bad advice because I know unequivocally that he would sign two years, $64 million fully guaranteed of new money, right? That, I know he would sign it. I know he's been offered two years, $54.5 million fully guaranteed of new money. So we're at a $9.5 million delta. He right now is minus $4 million on this adventure mm -hmm. and he's talking about missing seven more games right. six more games pardon me that would be another six and a half million yeah so then even like it right. just right. It, you right. are if it's about money you are at some point crossing you know it's like yeah. you go halfway across the river you're close to the other side than going back like so i don't get it yeah. i don't get it except it is very beneficial to the people representing him to say we got the biggest d tackle contract ever which, and so I just I think he's getting bad advice because he wants to be a chief. He shows up to the ESPYs, showed up to the Ronald McDonald House, showed up to the game. Mm -hmm. And by the way, he deserves he's he deserves the money, man. He's a all time great player. Yeah. And it's just a weird spot. No half measures. Well, 
But, but, the half, but he's already admitted to that measure. He's already admitted because he said he said to Diana Rossini, I'm coming back week eight. I don't like it. Ooh. I hear you. I ain't mad at you. Hits one in the air. Looks back. It goes. Harper. The swing of his life. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun. And so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Jared Goff rolling. 22 for 35, 253 yards, one touchdown. No silly mistakes. Kept the longest streak of pass attempts without an interception alive. Mahomes, meanwhile, is at 17. I, I made that you're, up. You're it's just a guess. Line. You're out of line. It's just a fact, almost. Here's Dan Campbell. I didn't learn anything. I got verification on what I already knew. And this is a resilient team. Uh, it already was a resilient team, and we added pieces to that resilient team. So um, we're built to handle some, some stuff, and, uh, and we did that today against a very good opponent. Is it time for you to admit the Lions are legit? Are legit contender is the question correct? Yeah, sure. yeah I, listen, I think they are legit. Like, they're a legit team. They're, I picked them to go to the playoffs. And by the way, I have no quarrel with Lions fans. I thought it was pretty cool Lions fans invaded Arrowhead in a way that yeah, I can't that remember was, Arrowhead ever being hard. invaded. I give them credit. Like, this was such a big spot for them. I, it didn't bother me. I, I like Lions fans. We're one of my best friends in the world who I've now blocked on text, but I'll unblock <laughs> at some point. Uh, my buddy Laszlo is a diehard Lions fan. And so... I, but do I think they're Super Bowl contenders? I don't. Do I listen? I like Dan Campbell, the motivator, a lot. Mm -hmm. I think Dan Campbell's game management can be haphazard, as we saw oh, yesterday. Yeah. Like I don't. It just doesn't seem like there is a consistent through line. You go for it on, you know, do a fake punt early, late in the game. The tweets I sent, I meant. Now they won anyway. But like those fourth and shorts, he then didn't go for because the game was close, and then he did go for it again at the end. I don't love that. I don't love golf on the road. And I didn't love him last time. Come on, on, man. He was what? good last night. I thought he was no, good last night. You, 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 you spent the whole week telling they, me golf stunk on the no, road and, and he played well. No, Wilds, if, if going into this game, if I told you the Lions offense is going to score 14 points, you think that's going to be enough? Of he, course not. No mistakes. The, no mistakes count. And okay, I listen, if you're asking me, do I think they can win the conference and the Super Bowl? No. No You are still judging them on the, oh, that's cute scale. The Super Bowl contender scale is, is a different scale. I, I, I disagree. I, look, I'm, they're, they're, not a favorite. they're not a favorite to get to the Super Bowl or win it, but I do think now, I've been saying Dallas, San Francisco, Philadelphia in the NFC. And not I'm putting ad. Detroit in that group. I have them the wins for the moment. Oh, no, my what? goodness. What? I picked them to win the division. You didn't yeah. even pick them last night. 
Stop. When they were playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, I, I picked them to win the division. You act like I didn't even pick them to make Greg's the playoffs. like a hipster I with know. a band. He just like, I, I liked him before it was cool. I, ahead, I believe, but you picked him last night when you knew Travis Kelsey wasn't going to be available. You knew Chris Jones wasn't going to be available. The Chiefs you, still are a great team. And again, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend Nick on this one. If Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones are playing, and heck, if You're Travis Kelsey is playing, well, they win that are game. Are they super? All they need is somebody to catch the freaking look, football. Look, <laughs> I've been right. Rocking with Detroit. I'm from Michigan, so I've been rocking with Detroit since I was born. But no, they are not a Super Bowl contending team. Okay. Oh, so what? What's happening this second? They won last just night. Totally confused. I'm excited yes. about who they and are. And you jumping on me? No, no because, because you're they won nine the of their last eleven. They won five of their Look, last six team, on the road. This is four of them against playoff teams. This is a team that had to learn how to win. They they figured it out last night. I don't care about how it happened. They found credit. a way to win. That is all you want to ask of yes. a team that has not done that, has not proven to do that. Now, for me to go out over, over the overboard and say, you know what? Super Bowl contender. This is like, right. That they I, they I can't play with Dallas. I'm not saying that they – On an individual I'm level, they, they clearly, on an individual level, can play with anyone. Yeah. That does not a Super Bowl contender make. The, if you get the, to the tournament and you have a shot. Brew. I'm not saying they're the favorite in the Wait NFC. Hold Wait. on, here's the thing. Look, the defense was a problem last year. Yeah. Last 11 games, 20 points a game, yes. including last but night, you, against some very good teams. They added – they cleaned up that defense. You saw Brian Branch. Yeah. Jack Campbell was I good last night. All that. But like, it's, I, I, Brew, you can't say if you get in the tournament you're a contender because you had the Lions in the tournament and did not consider them a contender. And right. now you're I saying they are. I didn't think they were one of and, those and top you three seem teams. aghast. You picked an NFC North team to go to the Super Bowl, and it wasn't the Lions. Well, we haven't seen the Lions. How are these guys <laughs> – just, they're just so fickle. Um, just go with the wind blows. I'm not going to believe in the Lions until they go into Kansas City and beat the Super Bowl champs. What? So oh. what do you believe in? So what are you saying? I'm just saying the results have to matter. Of course. They went Thank into you, Kansas Wilds. City and kicked your butt. And you're they like, kicked what? our butt. Yeah. They went into Kansas City and kicked you our butt. You guys yeah. dropped the they, banner. They, yeah, you're, you're supposed to score 38 points. You okay. scored 20. Right. Okay, but so, okay. So, so your belief right now is the Lions are in line with who as far as contenders? I'm going to challenge the Vikings. You said, hold on, wait. The results, have the, Vikings to, game. the results have to matter. So right now the Lions should be ahead of the Chiefs right on the hierarchy? Well, I don't know. They played a game and they lost, and one team won, one team okay. lost. So, yeah. yeah, they're in first place. Chiefs are in last. You know the that only thing like, not to like about these Lions find in USA Today <laughs> is their history. It's the standings. Uh, their history. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, on paper, the team is like them, but now you're anointing them. No, I'm not this saying they're the favorite. Coming up. I'm just saying they got to be in the discussion. So bigger oven mitts. And Greg, hot. I can't believe you, you should be celebrating your hometown team right now. I did. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. It's Friday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the hottest segment in all of sports television. It's a segment so hot that if your AC breaks, you cannot sue our producer because I warned you it's hot. It's upset alert. And with the first upset alert pick of the 2023 season, here's Chris Broussard. Thank you, Wild. You're welcome. This game I'm focused on is known by many names. The Ohio State Championship. The Battle of Brews Hometowns. People call it that? The Battle for Brews Heart. (laughs) 
It, of course, is the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, of course, the Bengals are favored, but I'm going with the Browns in this one. Well, that's good because it's reasons. upset alert. So you have need to be. The Browns, yeah. Right. Few <laughs> reasons. Browns own the Bengals. Wow, huge dog. They won picking. eight of their last ten against the, the Browns. <laughs> eight of their last ten against them. They're 4-1 against Joe Burrow. And it is in Cleveland where Cincinnati has not won since 2017. Like it. All right, so I am going with Browns. And Burrow, I also think, is going to be rusty. That's right. why they started badly last year, 0-2, 2-3, because he missed training camp. He missed training camp again this year, of course. Before we move on, I just want to know, because it is a new season, and you, this side of the table plays kind of fast and loose with this segment. It's an alert. It's a prediction, all these things. Oh since God. you're That's picking a team that is literally the smallest underdog a team can be, this is not just an alert, right? This is an outright, the Browns must win, and you believe they're going to win. Not just they could keep it close because they're one-and-a-half-point dogs. You're picking the Browns I to expe- win. Yes, I'm picking the Browns to win. Okay. Now, if it's close and they lose, it's an alert. It okay. was an alert. Okay. But I, I'm saying they're going if to win. The, just because I'll happen to be right if they come close, if the that's Browns neither win, here nor there to me. Will you right. I'm abandon the Bengals like you did last no. year? No. Oh, okay. So Not until before. Too quick. No. Okay. No. All right. Sorry. Right. I'm going to let this be known right right now. When I pick a team, it's for them to win. That's but the Titans, What's the title of it? It's called upset. Like, Thank you. It's not upset I'm telling you right now, I'm standing ten toes down with mine. And the New York Giants will take down the Cowboys. Why? Because Danny is worth every dime. Let's go. I'm feeling good about it. This is a moment for him, right? Sunday night football, you got this team and Dallas Cowboys coming in. They're all, all we've heard talked about them is their defense, how good they are. Well, use that to your advantage. This team is a very aggressive defense. So use, get that ball out of your hand, Danny Dimes, if you're going to make plays, get it to Saquon, get it to Darren, allow that pass rush to be in your face, just don't allow him to hit you, and we're going to take care of business Sunday night. Okay, I have a serious question, unlike Mm -hmm. me teasing Brew. Last year, would you agree part of the Giants' success had to do with Brian Dayball just telling Daniel Jones, just kind of paint by numbers, color in between the lines, we're going to make it very simple. Yeah, you cut the field in half. Cut the field in all of that. Now that they have given him the bag, mm-hmm. now that some of America's, you know, at least most in-shape football commentary <laughs> believe Daniel Jones is top ten quarterback, do you think they're going to let him have a grown-up playbook? Do you I, think they're going to ask him to make the throws that his salary says he can make, or they're still going to kind of keep the training wheels on the offense? No, I think the training wheels are off. I think you pay a man that much money, and you're going to expect him to become the face of your franchise. Like, Saquon Barkley has been the face of that offense and that franchise, as far as I'm concerned. It is now, you draft a receiver in Jalen Hyatt in the third round, you expect, you go get Darren Waller, I've said all these things, it is time for Danny Dimes to show up and prove me right. Okay. All right. That means it's also time for the Puxatani Phil of football to make his first pick of the 2023 season. All right. A lot of people say, if you're new to the show, why do they call you the Puxatani Phil of football? Is it because you're covered with fur and live in a log? And I say, no. That's just a coincidence. <laughs> it's because I can predict the future. This upset alert, and it's hot. 
Colts over Jaguars. Oh, come up. on, man. Straight that, up. That's a pick. I know what you're thinking. Ooh. Let me just convince you. I've got several facts. First of all, Colts have won nine of their last games. Nine of their last ten games, excuse me, against the Jaguars in Indianapolis. Yes. Including 2-0 against Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. The other thing, weird team. Colts, weird team. Last year, they start the season tied to the Texans. Odd. Start the season <laughs> with a tie against the Texans. Then, you get shut out in Jacksonville. Oh, no. Season's a disaster. Then you go home, and who's gonna, who are you to play? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. And what do you do? Beat the Chiefs. You're just a weird team. So that's number one, weird team. Number, reason number two, the mystery factor. What's this game going to look like? Does anybody know? <laughs> Last night, Dan Campbell had to play the Chiefs. Dan Campbell kind of knew what was going on. You guys had third and two, sniffed it out, boom, behind the line of scrimmage. What's going to happen with Anthony Richardson and Shane Steichen? What are you watching? You're watching last year's Colts footage? Huh, I don't know. Is it going to be totally different? You're watching old Eagles footage? Well, Shane's going to do some of that. You're watching Florida tape? You got no idea what's going to happen. Then you got Anthony Richardson, Rookie, I don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to just kind of wither on the vine? Or is he going to be like, I don't know, Cam Newton, who threw for 422 yards? Uh, Baker Mayfield start. came in and led the Browns back down 14-0. RG3 had a great game. So you don't know what you're going to get, and you might get a huge game. Reason number three, Trevor Lawrence. Oh. Number one pick, Gatorade National Player of the Year. You would think he's comfortable being a favorite. He's not. He's comfortable being the underdog. Ooh. Let's look at Trevor Lawrence when he's a favorite. He's a favorite five what times. Well, you, well, why doesn't he win five, five games then? <laughs> he's one in four against wow. the spread. Passer rating 69. That's not when he's an underdog, he's 106. Wow. Two, two touchdowns, bro? This yeah. is when he's a favorite. Wow. Five interceptions. When he's an underdog, he's got 23 touchdowns and three interceptions. And look, he's sad in the graphic. <laughs> so for all of those reasons, and we didn't even play the Prince music, which I appreciate that, Hubs. I'm going straight up for my first pick. Okay. Colts was well over done. Jaguars. Wow. All right, I'm Thank not you. even going to focus done. on the disrespect to the Prince, how awful he made you look last year, how embarrassing it was for you personally and professionally when we have video of you literally kneeling before the Royal Trumpeteers. <laughs> bending one knee, I should say. I, I have a different question for go. you before we get to... I got one more back. Oh, okay, that's fine. I mm. forgot. Hey, Wilds. <laughs> yeah? Wilds, where do you pretend you went to college? Oh, Wisconsin. Who's I don't best, pretend, but the, my wife went to Wisconsin. because he, he went to a fake I root school. for the Badgers. Um, who, who's the best running back in football? Jonathan Taylor. Are they treating him with respect? Do they do they think they need him? Are they treating him the way he deserves to be treated? As and do the football gods, are they going to reward the way they have jerked around Jonathan Taylor by giving Jim Irsay the, all the upper hand? Like, Look, we can win without you, buddy. As I already talked about, that wouldn't make sense if we were talking about a normal team. This is a weird team. Last year, they fired their coach. Who'd they hire? Jeff Saturday, straight out of Bristol. Everyone's like, what's going on? That's not going to work. What does Jeff Saturday do against the Raiders when he's a four-point underdog? Win outright. It's a weird team, and normal rules don't apply. Colts over Jacksonville. Well, wow. you, listen, at least that's... No, a, not this time, friends. <laughs> it's right there. Not it's not moving. <laughs> there you go. It's not moving. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Let's go. I nailed it, Greg. I'm like a real athlete out here. Time now for the most money-making segment in sports television. Documented. Let's go. Nick's pick. Look at that. How do you become the Reuters (laughs) pundit of the year? By going 58% against the spread. Documented. By going 62% in the playoffs. You know, I love this show. I almost was drawn away. There were some bookmakers in Vegas that wow. asked me if I could help come them help help them set the lines. I said no. America needs me for these three bucks okay. every single week. <laughs> First one. Just free money on the ground. Go pick it up. Is that Mike Tomlin as a home underdog? Ooh. Dear God, it is. Good. Pittsburgh plus two and a half at home against Mr. Irrelevant and and Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. Give it to me. Last year, the Steelers played 10 games with T.J. Watt. How'd they do? 8-2 and two straight up. Yeah, but Nick, there's a betting segment. How'd they do against the spread? Also 8-2. and two. Mike Tomlin, in his career as a home dog, it has happened 21 times. 13 of those 21, he's won outright. 14, 5-2 against the spread. Some say the single best bet in all of the NFL is Mike Tomlin as a home dog. I don't know that San Francisco with their new right tackle is going to be able to block T.J. Watt and the Steelers. I do know that for the Niners, the number one objective is not to win this game. The number one objective is to not have to have Sam Darnold play in this game because Brock Purdy got knocked out of it. Steelers, plus two and a half, pick number one. Pick number two. Talk about needing to do the sign of the cross. Patriots, plus four. Ah, Vegas. I'm on to you, Vegas. Line looks too good to be true. Greg Jennings, who doesn't gamble like all of the non-gamblers across America, said, and I quote, why isn't this line minus 10? Makes no sense. Everybody sees this. Why are the Eagles not bigger favorites? Wasn't the Patriots' big concern in camp? Their offensive line was in disarray? Don't the Eagles have this amazing pass rush? Aren't the Eagles a team that just rolled over inferior competition last year? And I only have to lay four points? Something doesn't smell right about that. Last year, by the way, Jalen Hurts, or I should say in his career, 6-13 and 13 against the spread on the road. And as Wilds pointed out earlier, this century, defending Super Bowl losers, 4-19 and 19 against the spread in Week 1. I'll take the Patriots, plus 4. And then the last one. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, Robert Sala, for convincing America of your nonsense. This game opened, as it should have been, as the Bills as three-point favorites. Because the Bills are going to win this game by three points. But all of the smoke, all the hard knocks, all the love, all the ayahuasca in the air has made people think, you know what? Let's bet the Jets. And now you can get the Buffalo Bills, who post Josh Allen's rookie year, three of their four season openers, they've won by double digits as less than a field goal favorite. We don't love road dogs in Knicks picks. However, when it's less than three, we can deal with it. So our three picks are Mike Tomlin catching two and a half at home. Bill Belichick catching four at home, and the Bills laying two and a half against the most overrated team in the league. That's a 3-0 weekend. That's a moneymaker, my friend. You want to take the Colts as a bonus. Okay. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to hit you. <laughs> Are the Chiefs was a no. in deep oh, trouble? Stop. Next. Stop it. Welcome back to an excellent show. Catch you up to speed if you're just joining us. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl, embarked on a mini dynasty. Chris Jones is holding out. Kelsey's injured. Nick says they're going to go 20-0. He got a never a doubt tattoo, and it ends up Lions 21, Chiefs 20. Here's Mahomes. <laughs> it, it's embarrassing for me to lose any time. Um, 
it, like I had said after the ring ceremony, I, I'd moved on to the next season. Obviously, it's cool for the fans to be able to see the banner and drop it at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, but it, this is a whole new year, and I think uh, I know that. Um, and we're gonna we're trying to win another Super Bowl, and this is obviously not the way we wanted to start. And so, anytime I lose, I'm embarrassed. Um, and so, I'm gonna try to get better so I don't lose more as the season goes on. Okay, was this loss something or nothing? Oh, can I can I steal a line from Brew? Sure. Oh, it was something. Something good. <laughs> Brew once upon a time did. Here's the thing. Question. Be honest here. Show of hands. Even people off camera. When the Chiefs got that stop on fourth down, who thought they were winning? Show. Oh, you didn't, Brew. When they got the ball back down down yeah. one with Ooh, two minutes. There was a little over two minutes left. The first play. I wasn't play. convinced, honestly. Okay. So you had, you had already point. flip-flopped on your pick. Uh, That's that fine. Point. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. If we're being honest. And he's going to come back every got, single when time? The Chiefs, when they got the ball around midfield, down one with all of their timeouts, everyone, Vegas, everyone thought they were winning. Yeah. And I understand Tony had I, the pick six, whatever it is. The drop that kills me is the first play of that drive because that's all they needed. They're already in field goal range with that, and then it's the Lions who have to take their timeout to try to stop it. I mean, he's right there with room to run. That hurts. Despite that, and they end up in fourth and 25, and they damn near converted that. Mahomes threw that pass. Here's the reason I'm not concerned in the least. The, the Chiefs' offense will absolutely unequivocally be fine. You know how I know? Because they had the number one scoring and the number one yardage offense last year. There is no logical reason to believe the offense this year will be worse than the offense last year. Mahomes is not worse. The receivers should be better than they were last Mm -hmm. year. And the defense unequivocally is not only better than last year, I think the best defense this this could be the best defense we've had since Mahomes has been there. I buy that. I thought yesterday Bolton was is the truth. Yeah. Say it again. Nick Bolton is Nick the Bolton's truth. awesome. Trent McDuffie, who was the 21st pick of the draft last year, Look missed great. the first six weeks yeah. with a hamstring. They have legitimate players, and I understand. I agree with Brew. By the end of the game, the Lions' offensive line, which might be the best in the NFL, right. had worn the Chiefs out a bit. But that was without Chris Jones, who will be back. And most teams don't have that offensive line. So if the biggest worry about the Chiefs are, is, you know, is the passing game going to work? Which last night, that was the biggest problem. You know what? I think this is nothing. Look, it's nothing in that. Obviously, we all know they're going to make the playoffs and they're still a legit contender, obviously. But the receiving core bothers me. I think that's something. Um, obviously, they'll be better when Kelsey gets back and everybody will play off him. But, Nick, do they have a definite – forget number one receiver. Do they have a definite number two receiver? They didn't last year. I thought – I think Juju's a definite number two. Okay. And and last night, they could – if they had Juju last night, maybe they win that. And I, it looks to me like I feel like are they taking Patrick Mahomes for granted that he's so great that, you know, we don't need to go out and get great receivers. DeAndre Hopkins was all but begging to go there. And they didn't even, you know, didn't pay him much attention. And so I just, I don't know. Maybe Sky Moore, he didn't look great last Sky night. Moore had a Maybe really he rough will game. be that and guy. Tony had the worst you know, game MVS is, I think, a legit number three. All right. And, and obviously, Tony, he won't be that bad. But will he even stay healthy? Well, that's and so. I'm just saying, look, Tom Brady did it for a lot of years with mediocre receivers. 
All right, but they had a tremendous defense. Well, that's what I'm saying. And they though. didn't have to score. You know, it wasn't the NFL wasn't quite as high, you know, scoring as it is now and high power with all these quarterbacks. So, I just I, that's my only concern. Like, are, why why don't they get I, Patrick a I, legit I number two? It here's not my number one. Here's my question for you, go Greg. Right now, do you think at the end of this season the Chiefs will have a top five scoring offense? I'm, I'll I'm, say yes. Okay, well then the, the offense host. isn't going to be a problem. Yeah. Well then, I mean, that's I just, the, I, the receivers are a question. But if they, but if they, they're a top five scoring offense, doesn't matter how they do it. Last year they were throwing Jarek McKinnon, Travis Kelsey, Noah Gray. Like if they're going to have one of the highest scoring offenses in the league, it doesn't matter how they do it. Uh, it's something, Nick. It, it, it's something. In what regard? In this regard, when you watch these guys play without Travis Kelsey, I mean, it wasn't just the drops for me. It the spacing wasn't there. The the second drop that Kadarius Tony had on the crossing route, the other guy is right there. Like those were spacing issues. Even Sky Moore, the fourth and twenty-five, mm-hmm. the spacing. If you look at that, yep. it's three guys in that area. Like that shouldn't be the case. And we're basically what you're doing right now is selling to your fans, which I understand why, because he's always been healthy, is that once Travis Kelsey gets back, it's going to look better. But what if he isn't he back? He is 34. Be 34 it, what if he gets hurt again? Oh, It is something, well, because that, what we needed to see was somebody step up know. and prove that, you know what, you can count on me, I'm reliable. Well, we didn't see that. Hold on, but in fairness to that, I agree with you to a degree. Tony is the most talented receiver they have. He missed all of training camp. I would, I would bet, even if he hadn't had those drops, mm-hmm. we would anticipate that yesterday would be the worst he's going to look when he's out there. Health has been his concern. Mm-hmm. The, the, Rasheed Rice, who clearly they want to use immediately, that's the, good. and he looked good. That was the first game of his career. If the question is, did last night make you question if the Chiefs can win the Super Bowl, this version of the Chiefs, without Travis Kelsey, that's a different question. But Travis Kelsey is supposed to play in week two. Against the Jags. Again, against the Jags. So my, my one question yeah. for you, with the, the, fake punt, uh, the fake punt. Yeah. And I know he's gone for it, I think, nine times now. He's been successful eight of the last nine times. I'm worried about the Chiefs, I wrote, an aggress- having to pay an aggressive opponent tax. That's was last year, too. Where yes. it's just like, you know what? They're the Chiefs. We're going to have to do something weird. And when it pays off, you get that little bonus touchdown. Yes. Ends up being the difference to win the game by one. I think the Chiefs have to pay that tax more than maybe I t- any other I team. I totally and agree. It might end up biting you. It's called stealing a possession from yeah. the best quarterback to do it. Like, that's just, you got to play that way if you're the opponent going up against But Patrick do you play Mahomes. that way against Cincinnati? No, not as much. Or the you Bills? Play it though, no. It's, it's because of Patrick Mahomes Correct. and because of what you believe he can do in that Dangerous. time. That uh, Nick is talking about. Did anybody believe that he wasn't going to go down and score? Yeah, I know. I, I agree with you, Wilds. That makes it harder. Yeah. The, the, but by the way, that's been the case the last three years. Mm-hmm. I and I know they haven't yeah. won the Super Bowl every year, but teams we teams have been going for it against the Chiefs. I don't have the stats to prove this, mm-hmm. but just from my eye, I feel like the teams go for it on questionable fourth down calls right. more often against the Chiefs than just about any other team in the league because of exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Is right this again. the same eye you used to pick that they were Okay, you know, what? <laughs> you know what? You take, take some swings. Hey, Monday Greg, morning headline. Hope your flight's six hours delayed. <laughs> uh, it's closing time in the studio, but before we go, we reluctantly fire up the old printing press and grant a reprieve to our strict no-pun policy. 
It's time for Monday morning headlines, whether you like it or not. All right, listen, this is not what I'm rooting for, but something is amiss in college football. Nebraska shocks the Buffaloes with a sub-headline. Oh, another unpopular What pick. did Vegas know? Nebraska looked terrible. Colorado looked amazing. Everyone's betting the Buffaloes. They're at home. Why are they only two-and-a-half-point favorites? Seems odd. Seems like Vegas knows something. I, I, I hope I, I'm wrong, I hope but I think wrong. that's happening. I'm going to head up to New England for my headline. It is... Uh, Go ahead, Hubs. Go ahead. Never a doubt. <laughs> Mac Jones thrives with an offensive coordinator who is really an offensive coordinator. Pun free. <laughs> I got scared there. I thought you were really going to do that. Pun free. Uh, Brew, I, I'm afraid I can't say the same for yeah, this. Yeah, I don't look. It's the back page. It's full of puns. All right, here we go. Let's ride. Russ, back to winning ways in Peyton's debut. Doesn't mean they're making the playoffs. Perfect. They just beat the Raiders. That's fun. That. They're going to no beat puns. the Raiders. That's not a pun at all. Well, let's ride is, you know, it's it's Russ's thing. It's, yeah, it's not no, a pun. Usually you have some real turn of a phrase. <laughs> yeah. Bro. This is a good one. You don't like this? <laughs> I, I do like it. I can't whole, win for losing. The whole reason we do this we stupid segment thing. is so we can laugh at yeah. your silly Let's puns. ride. Let's can ride. I before we go. Go ahead. I think I did a great job. <laughs> I didn't disagree. Speak. <laughs> better Up than next, the enjoy football.